Hello and welcome to the K bomb. <laughs> hey, it's a lovely dark night here in Shanghai, China, on the thirteenth of March, twenty twenty. <laughs> We thought it was gonna be our year, but the joke is on us. So <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm your host Kai. You can follow me on Twitter at Kai Has Opinions. That's K Y H A S O P I N O N S. Kai Has Opinions, pissing people off every single day. <laughs> My apologies in advance if you hear some strange, annoying, loud, weird noises in the background. I'm recording from my apartment, and unfortunately, I do have the shittiest, worst neighbors you've ever met. They are horrible, inhumane, floor-pounding asshats. <laughs> and if you know China, then um, you know that I cannot touch these motherfuckers. So we're just gonna leave it at that. So my apologies in advance for that. Welcome to the K Bomb Podcast. I'm your host Kai. You can follow me on. Kai has opinions on Twitter, or you can at me and let me know what you think or any responses throughout the show、uh, on some of the topics that we will be talking about today. Welcome to the very first 2020 episode. <laughs> I honestly have postponing, been postponing this for an unnecessarily long time. Yes,、um, but you know what they say: rather late than never. So I'm here, and welcome to the very first episode of the K Bomb for 2020.、Um, So it's not going to be a super long episode, and I'm just going to touch on a few points. It's nothing, you know, it's not a lot of content and stuff like that. But I did want to touch on a few points that may not matter to most, but are a force majeure for the most of us, aka women, aka vaginas. Beauty <laughs> vagina. Okay, that's what we have. So today I went for a gynae appointment, which is one of the things that we as women have to do, unfortunately. Um, I personally consider it an invasion of privacy, and I honestly loathe going. So the the fact that I only have to go once a year, or the fact that I only go once a year, really consoles my heart. You know, if I was a more responsible adult, I would probably go two or three times a year. But honestly, one <laughs> one works for me, and I always go during Women's Month, which is March,、uh, because a lot of the hospitals here do some of the specials. Shout out to Renai Hospital; they were amazing today. I genuinely hate it. I know other people don't have any other issues with it or don't feel other ways about it. However, I specifically, I have a condition that makes it fucking painful. All right. Also, FYI, this podcast is going to have the F word as well as motherfucker, bitch, and other very nice adjectives that I enjoy using as well as <laughs> the people that I'll bring on will probably use them as well.、Um, so just putting it out there. If you have any underage people listening, that maybe you don't want them to pick up on some of the words. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> so I went there today dreadfully. I made the appointment last week, and I was dreading going today. I even was late for my appointment because just leaving the house was giving me so much anxiety. Background: I do have an anxiety disorder as well as other shit, but we're not going to talk about that. That's going to be for another day. Anyway, I just was so in my feels about having to go anywhere. I arrived,、um, waited for the nurse, then we went upstairs. A lot of the guys and stuff here, depending on the hospital you go to, do not speak English, but they have a very nice system where they have a nurse or a training doctor within the field to who speaks actually a good amount of English and can basically be the 
the translator as well as helper in those situations. So I have a really great lady named Judy. She's amazing. If you ever go to Renai Hospital on Cauchy Road, she's amazing. She listened to everything that I said. I explained previous situations because she was trying to figure out why I was so nervous. And I explained to her that I actually had a horrible experience about two years back at Renai Hospital with a different gynecologist. And um, I honestly could not get myself to go back there again because it was so traumatizing for me in that she was very rough. And for me, just even when you're just doing the simplest thing, it's uncomfortable and it's painful to the point where it can bring me to cry. And I'm not someone who cries easily because I have an extremely high pain threshold. But this particular area for me is something that is quite ow more so than the average person a hell of a lot more so than the average person which is weird considering when you counteract it with my personality moving on <laughs> anyway but just on the elevator upwards or left as we say um we sort of had a discussion because i had said to the people at the front desk that okay i like this package but i'm not doing seven and eight so seven and eight was i think seven was a vaginal ultrasound type of thing and number eight was can I even say this word nicely colposcopy or something to that effect so C O L P O S C O P Y. So on the on my DD ride to the hospital I sort of Google what this is because I had heard of it but I wasn't sure exactly what it is. So I Googled it to see what it was and it just had these horrible looking pictures of this messy looking thing that goes inside the vagina and kind of just goes really really up there and I wanted no parts of that. So number seven I figured it was that um, it, it almost looks like a little bit of a dildo or something but very thin and it's in order to do an ultrasound from the inside out to have a, a better look and to get a better vantage point of what's going on inside your vagina and all of that. So in the elevator she managed to convince me to try but she did say that if it was too painful that we would stop and she was just so professional in the fact that when we spoke to the gynecologist she explained my situation to them and they were very attentive to that. Shout out to the gynecologist lady as well as the un ultrasound lady. They were amazing. They were super careful, super calm and incredibly gentle. Um, and I really appreciate that because honestly, I look forward to my next appointment with the gynae because they were so professional. The lady a couple of years ago when I had said to her, I'm actually in pain, you're hurting me. Um, and she was very forceful and just went right in there, basically said to me, oh, but you've had sex before, stop whining. It's not that bad. Except to me it was. I was tense it was painful and this is a condition that i've had pretty much my entire life so the fact that somebody especially a doctor was that nonchalant about it or that dismissive of it was heartful to me because we don't really if you have a vagina you don't have the, the luxury or the choice really of having to go because the older you get there's all these new things now there's cancers and stuff that is happening inside your body that you need to you, you have to go get checked every year and it's a full body workup so it's the boobs the, the stomach and the ultrasound and the womb as well as the vagina so you're just doing a full workup to see is everything in working order 
are there any cells that are generating cancer? Is there anything? Is there HPV? Is there all these things that women are so susceptible to that we can now with this technology be able to prevent, provided we go for these annual checkups? And if you have doctors like that, it does definitely, for me, steer you away from going where you just feel like, nah, man, I get my period roughly, it's cool, it's, it's whatever. Anyway, I just wanted to say uh, a big thank you to Judy, a big thank you to the gynecologist that was on staff today, as well as the ultrasound lady. Uh, shout out to Renai Hospital on Kaushi Road in the International Division. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you, and I will see you next year. Moving on. Thank you so much for listening to my <laughs> long-ass rant. Rando of the day. Right, I was watching an episode of The Great Vine, which is one of my favorite shows. It's basically a debate or a panel show where they discuss important and serious topics, sometimes fun topics, um, where with a group of educated, varied, different perspectives. Um, and it's just quite interesting for me. Anyway, so it was the season five episode four. The topic was let's talk about sex. Shout out to Ashley Acuna from The Grapevine. You can follow them on Instagram. They're amazing. They're insightful. And if you want to get a well-rounded perspective of things, because people don't agree necessarily on that panel. So it's very interesting where these people are knowledgeable or they come from their own experience and have so many different backgrounds that you definitely get to see so many different vantage points and points of view um, that it just makes it so much more interesting because you can understand a topic from such a wide range of perspectives. <laughs> so you can comment um, to me, please feel free to. You can at me at Twitter regarding the topic. So on this episode of Let's Talk About Sex, she ended the conversation with <laughs> actually you know what let me just play it for you i think it'll come out better than if i say it but since chechi is talking to talk about oh, our own experiences let me finish oh. i'm gonna ask a crazy question oh, oh here comes the crazy question Mandy, but how do you guys feel <laughs> okay. about eating ass right so that's the question how do you feel about eating ass? <laughs> now, the minute that happened, the entire panel burst out laughing and was, ooh, because it is technically quite a taboo subject. <laughs> God, I love I love topics like this. It's so interesting for me. I love this topic because my ass is such a prude when it comes to stuff like this, especially <laughs> stuff like this, as many of my friends will tell me on the daily I'm a prude when it comes to this. So... There were some people who, <laughs> there was a guy on the panel who basically was like, look, if I know you and I know your hygiene habits and I know you wash your ass, I'm down for it. Which is honest, which is fair. A lot of my friends have um, given ass, had ass, like ass, don't like ass, but have all tried it and don't mind it. And the thing where like, some of us said, you know, I'm on my period, so I'm just like, here, here's another hole, boom, whatever. And guys also say it, both of them feel the same to them. For me in particular, <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I, I would say this, I'm definitely a prude when it comes to ass. I'm just not about that life. Um, maybe forever, maybe not yet. 
that's my strong points in that God of my mother's not listening. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it makes me giggle. When we talk about the topic of ass, eating ass, going into the booty hole, all that stuff, it makes me <laughs> it makes me giggle. I don't think I'm on that level yet. Um However, I don't judge anybody who does, and I also don't judge anybody who hasn't. I think it definitely comes down to preference and what you're open to. But I would love to hear your thoughts. You can hit me up on Twitter, at me, Kai has opinions. Let me know, are you about that ass? Are you not about that ass? Because even uh, Janae Aiko, who is responsible for that lyrics from Post B, um, she actually admitted in an interview that she does not eat ass. She's not a fan of ass or having her ass eaten. But it was a lyric that rhymed, and so she used it for that, even though that created an entire movement on its own. But yeah, no judgment. If you do, no judgment. If you don't, just interested to hear your thoughts, what you think about that. Do you eat ass? Why? Do you like it? Have you done it before? Did you hate it? Um, and what are your tips <laughs> for eating ass? And on that note, Ta-da. let's go to the final segment of the K-Bomb. It's called, What's a Meme Got to Do With It? And since we are living right in the coronavirus time, I thought it fitting to use one of the most recent coronavirus memes that I saw, which I thought was a little bit funny, shady, whatever I found was interesting. I'll probably end up posting it on my Twitter just as a reference to this uh, episode in particular, but it says, my, my cousin actually put this up in his WhatsApp says, and I thought it was funny. It says, the virus doesn't affect rats or snakes, so some of you have absolutely nothing to worry about. And on that note, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to The K-Bomb. I'm your host, Kai. Um, the coronavirus is quite serious, so definitely no jokes with regard to the people that are going through it. Like I said, I'm in China, we are coming out on the other side of it where it's more stable and in the clear as of now, whereas Italy has now become the epicenter of the pandemic with Iran and South Korea following behind. People just a little bit of common sense in terms of following a lot of the rules don't interact with too many crowds, don't go to parties, things like that. If you spend a couple of weeks in isolation or a type of quarantine, just being extra careful, extra hygienic, washing your hands, wearing a mask, and just ensuring some preventative measures, it goes a long way into making sure that not just as a community, but as a nation, as well as as a world, that we're able to slow the transmission of this pandemic, which is reaching a multitude, a plentitude of people, and just having serious effects on a range of different people as well as their families affecting them in such a terrible way and then also the fear behind it creating people that are coming into this mass panic and just losing their minds essentially over something that we honestly need to keep a clear head about where a lot of us are adults a lot of us know proper hygiene and if we just sort of stick to the rules and follow a lot of the code of just staying indoors limiting our interaction with the number of people, going out, things like that, wearing masks, washing our hands, keeping hand sanitizer, and just being mindful of the people that we are surrounding ourselves with. Maybe they recently come back from a trip or come or going to a trip or something like that, or even people who have traveled to certain areas that perhaps may be affected. I know in China they had an app where we could basically put on the train that we had been on because we were coming back from a journey like two months ago and 
putting it in there where it basically says your train is in the green nobody that was tested for the virus or has the virus or has any symptoms of the virus is on your train so you want a green train you're fine you're clear um, whereas it also lets you know if for example maybe even one person on that train maybe exhibited symptoms or had it but just to be mindful that this is a completely new situation it's not the same as SARS it's not the same as MERS but it is something that if you give it if, if, if you just give it a little opportunity it can spread like wildfire so for us just to be just to be mindful to be safe and take the extra precaution but not to give in to fear and not to give in to racism and turn this into something that it doesn't need to be and on that note i'm gonna shut the hell up i am kai and you are listening to the k-bomb